Well, hello, YouTube Power Hour Squad. Erica here with a replay episode for you. So if you're brand new to the YouTube Power Hour podcast and you have a YouTube channel or you're thinking about starting a YouTube channel or you want to expand your business and influence online using YouTube, then this is a podcast for you. And for my returners, welcome back. This is a replay episode because I take a little bit of a break in between seasons to focus on my boot campers that are in the Zero to Influence YouTube boot camp. And for those of you that are new, that is my boot camp where I help women find clarity with their purpose on YouTube and help them discover their best selves. So they bring their best, most unique, most magnetic self to camera. So my philosophy with YouTube is we build your YouTube channel from the inside out. So if you are interested in joining the bootcamp, I am going to be running another one in 2019. Date will be released. And if you want information on that, you can head to ericaviera.net forward slash bootcamp. But in the meantime, I am replaying some of the favorites for you guys so that if you're new, you can get introduced to the podcast. And if you're returning, some of these are some of the best episodes, most downloaded. So you get a chance to listen to the amazing goodness all over again. So one big ask that I asked of you guys is my big goal for 2019 is to be one of the top 10 marketing podcasts and business podcasts on iTunes. But I need your help. I know a lot of you guys love the podcast and you share it, but I need your help to get even bigger and better so that I can do more things with the podcast. So if you are on Instagram, share it in your stories, share it in your posts, tag me, tell a friend, tell Facebook groups. If you write for a blog, mention it there and help the YouTube Power Hour podcast get to the top 10 so that I can bring lots of big things for you guys. But still, I have some amazing guests that are lined up for you guys already. I'm super pumped. Going to be recording all new episodes. So hang tight for the new episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, leave a review if you haven't before. That also helps with the ranking on iTunes and helping more and more people discover this podcast. Enjoy the interview. Our guest today is the beautiful and talented Myra Touch of Glam. And if you are an avid listener of the podcast, you probably know that I interviewed her twin sister, Karina, who is a DIY YouTuber. If you haven't listened to that episode, definitely check that one out after you check this one out because both girls are amazing and they're so successful on YouTube. And Karina has a completely different type of channel than Myra, but it's really interesting to hear both of their experiences and perspectives. So let's get into Myra's bio. So Myra Isabel Garcia, otherwise known as Myra Touch of Glam, is a 23-year-old Southern California native who started her YouTube channel in 2012, just after graduating high school. She had thoughts of starting her channel before, but was too shy and finally decided to take the plunge after graduation. Her channel is all about beauty. She does challenges, reviews, tutorials, and lots more. Myra has 1.7 million YouTube subscribers and 
111 million views. Wow, that's a lot of views. So make sure that you also check out the show notes at beautyinthevlog.com forward slash Myra to get um, all the notes and links and items mentioned during the podcast. All right. Well, without further ado, enjoy the interview. Well, hello, Myra. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's your turn. We already did Karina. She went through this whole thing. So now it's your turn. I'm so excited. <laughs> so if you guys are just tuning in or new to the podcast, make sure that you check in and listen to Myra's twin sister, Karina, who I interviewed a few weeks ago, too. You can see her interview at beautyintheblog.com forward slash Karina. And now it's Myra's turn. And Myra is going to talk all about what got her started on YouTube and all that fun stuff. So, you know, let's start from the beginning. This is how I always start the podcast episodes. But what inspired you to get onto YouTube? Um, I got, well, I used to be a freelance makeup artist and um, I would have a lot of people like telling me to post my tutorials like on YouTube and all. But even before, like, I just, I was really into YouTube already watching like all these other beauty people. And I would notice myself, like when I was getting ready, I would kind of talk to myself as if I were doing a video. So I kind of knew like from the start that I wanted to do it. And then I think when people started telling me to actually post videos of me doing my makeup, that's when it like really pushed me like, okay, I'm going to start this. And um, yeah, that's how it went. (laughs) How long ago was that? Or how many years ago was that? It was, I started, well, I made my channel September 2012 and I put my first video up, I think sometime in October. So it's been almost five years. Okay. Oh, so you've been doing it a lot longer than your sister. Yes. I actually was the one that told her like, Karina, this is like amazing. Cause I love YouTube. You meet so many friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she started and then she just blew up out of nowhere yeah, but, she blew up like yeah, crazy. But I mean, you've got a really great, you know, following as well. And so you you started you know, in the fall of 2012, yes. and you said at the same time you were a freelance makeup artist. Yes. So were when you uploaded on YouTube, were you doing it with the intention of just this is something fun or a hobby, or at the time were you thinking this is really going to be, you know, I'm going to take this really seriously and I want to do this full force. I did it for fun. In fact, like I actually, there was times where I wouldn't upload like as often. It was just kind of like, okay, you know, I'm going to film up. Like it, it really wasn't something consistent, but I was just doing more, doing it more for fun. Till then later on, I started like realizing that you could get paid off it. And then once like I got contacted through like style hall and all, like when it became something more serious, that's when I was like, oh, wow, like this is actually like a career. But first, it was just mainly for fun. Like it was just, I don't know, I just really enjoyed it. So where did you learn how to edit, to film and do all that stuff? It was very difficult at first because I had really no idea. Like now I use Final Cut Pro, but for a good minute I was using um iMovie. But before that, I'm not sure what style of computer I had. Well, it was my brother's and he had like a little editing program. Uh, But it was really difficult for me at first to edit videos because I couldn't understand how all these people out there were like editing their videos like on ice because mine were like (laughs) so bad. Like and it was so difficult, like the computer would constantly freeze. I mean, it was 
it wasn't the best computer, but I somehow made it happen. But I really, I do question myself, like, how did I do it? Because I really didn't have like a lot of equipment either. It was just, it was a struggle. So when you mean equipment, you mean what camera lighting or what are you referring to? Like most of my first videos were filmed with my phone. Um, And as far as lighting, it was just like light bulbs I had like in my room. Mm-hmm. So the videos were like very orange and not the best quality. Um, so that's what I mean, like the struggle. And then also with like the whole editing thing. Uh, but yeah. And so at what point did you said Style Hall reached out to you and that's when you were like, OK, maybe I should take this more seriously. How far into your YouTube career did that happen? And do you remember how many subscribers roughly you had? I believe I had probably a year with YouTube. Uh, And I wasn't, the first year, I wasn't so consistent. It was more just, I would upload here and there because I did have a job. So it wasn't something that I was like committed to completely. Um, So I started to realize it was more because when Staha contacted me, I think I had like, I want to say like 15,000 subscribers. Like I really didn't grow much the first year. But well, these days, you know, when people are starting getting 15,000 in your first year is pretty decent in a way, just because it's it's almost harder to grow or there's, there's just more competition. Yeah, true. Yeah. It it was very, very hard. Um, But I started to actually realize because when I did my contract and everything, they kind of explained like, you know, like how they will pay you and stuff. So that's when I was kind of like <laughs> shook. I was like, wait, so you could make money off this? And I think even like after I was with Saha, I wasn't doing like that great, but I just kept pushing and I just, I started to become more consistent, started to take it more seriously. And that's when I started to realize it was actually a career. But even at first when I was with Saha, it was like, it, I felt like it wasn't, I wasn't as consistent yet. Um, So I would say like the second year, that's when I really started like pushing. Uh, But yeah. So you were still working as a freelance makeup artist those first couple of years. Yes. I actually used to freelance on weekends and I also worked at a movie theater. So Mm -hmm. it was kind of of hard um, because even in the movie theater, I would work weekends. So so you're working a lot. Yeah, I was working a lot. And that's probably one of the reasons why, too, it was kind of hard for me to be consistent on my channel because it was hard to be like, OK, well, I'm going to leave my job for YouTube. It's not doing so great yet. So I was just trying to really just <laughs> do everything. But it wasn't like working out at first till when I just started doing a lot better because I eventually had to quit my um, movie theater job. And then I just decided to only freelance. And that's when I realized I had like the whole week to film. Uh, And that's when I started to upload more. And that's when I started to really get like serious. And how far into like, at what point did that happen? I would say maybe like going in, it, it was like mostly like my second year going into my third year, where it started to become like more serious. Cause yeah, like at first it, it was like, I didn't know where I was. I was just seriously, I was just posting just to, you know, post. I I think I would post like probably once a month or once every three months. Oh, wow. Yeah, Yeah, that infrequent. Yeah, it wasn't that consistent. There was times where I would be gone or there was times where I would post a lot. It was it was nothing 
I guess, consistent. But I would say it really started to become a thing for sure. I think like my third year. Gotcha. But at that point, you were already signed with Style Hall. Yes. And you they were they helping you in any way at that point? Uh, they kind of, yes, and kind of no. Uh, it was a little bit difficult, I guess, to get in contact with them. Mm. Uh, are, you, are you still with them now? I'm, yes, I'm actually still with them, and they do help me out a lot now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say being realistic at the beginning, it was a little bit like hard to get in contact with them. I didn't know if I had to do anything with numbers. Uh, but yeah, it was a little, it was a little hard. Uh, yeah. But you were, so it's a, you know, once you, you start working with Stahal, you realize like, Oh my God, I can make money from this. But weren't you making money just on your own from AdSense? I mean, with 15,000 subscribers, I would think you, you would have been getting something from YouTube. I'm not sure because, um, the whole AdSense thing, I never really figured it out because I know you, you could be getting paid off that even like yeah. with like all these other networks. But I actually, I don't even think I ever got paid for that. Uh, and my videos really didn't get like views. So mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. I was like still eligible to get, like, get paid. Yeah, I actually don't know how that works. Maybe, I don't know, but I do know I, I don't think I ever got paid from that. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So, you know, at around three years, you quit your movie theater job and then you basically devoted more time to your channel. Yes. So what, what, what did you decide to upload? Were you always doing makeup? What types of videos at that time kind mm-hmm. of inspired you? And, and, and were you thinking, okay, this is, this is what I'm going to be talking about? In the beginning, I would do mainly like makeup tutorials. Uh, and actually now I like to do more of like challenges or like reviews on certain products. Uh, in the beginning, it was just mainly, I think in the beginning, it was just all about makeup, 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 and just makeup tutorials. And I think even just recently, I started to be showing more of a, how do I say it? I'm like more myself now, you know, it's not because I feel like a lot of makeup mm-hmm. tutorials, it's hard to actually show your yourself 100% through the camera. So now, like, depending like on the videos, I try to do more funny videos. So I'm able to like really express myself, if that makes any sense. So my channel, it hasn't, it's still beauty related. Um, but I have tried to change it up a little bit, do challenges, do reviews. And cause I feel like it, it was just becoming like the same thing over and over again. And people wanted to see a different, a different thing than just makeup tutorials. <laughs> gotcha. So like, essentially you almost felt like you weren't really, I don't want to say you got bored with just doing makeup tutorials, <laughs> but you just felt like you weren't really showing who you were. Yes. And I, I do, I, I love filming makeup tutorials. But I, I just started to realize, like, okay, I need to step out of my comfort zone a little bit, try different things, you know? And people would tell me, like, hey, you know, there's this product being talked about. Can you try it out? Or, or you know, there's this challenge. I want to see you do it. So that's when I really started to step out, like, okay, I need to try different things because, like, I literally was just doing makeup tutorials. And I felt like it was almost like I, I wasn't able to really show my true self in a tutorial, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. and now I realize like, I, I do have a lot more fun now, like just doing different videos. I always still keep it video related, but I don't know. I feel like it, it's definitely, I think I'm a little bit more open to different ideas now. Yeah, I do 
find that, or when I look at your channel, you do do a lot of those like trending type of videos. <laughs> yeah. Is that, be- is that because you want to feel like, you know, you, you really can show who you are and your personality with those? I feel like, yeah, I feel like I could. And they're just- Not the trendy, I meant more chal- yeah. the challenge type videos. That's no, what I yeah, I think they're, they are more fun to film for sure. <laughs> like, I do feel like I have a, a stronger connection for sure when I like do those videos. Um, they're just fun for me. Uh, tutorials, I'm not saying they're not fun because I still really, I love doing my makeup. I just feel like, I really, some people really don't like doing their makeup. Like my sister, she, she'll do her makeup to do it. But me, I can like actually enjoy doing my makeup. Like I think it's like a fun activity. Um, and yeah, I have fun doing it on like in video, but I I have way more fun doing like challenges or like reviewing certain products. I don't know. It's just, can't explain it, but. Do you find that your audience likes those videos better? That for sure. Yes. I feel like my audience for sure likes seeing I think challenges for sure the most those I would say my people like that the most like and and I feel like out of all like challenges for me are the most fun because they're yeah challenging and sometimes they're so funny because it could be like a big fail um or I'll challenge my people like oh you guys try it out and see how it goes for you but I don't know it's just I think it's just fun overall yeah do you uh where do you come up with the challenges Sometimes I'll do like, say there's like a challenge going around, I'll do it. Or sometimes, you know, like I like to really, um, sometimes try like different great things. So I'm like, okay, what, you know, would be crazy that I could put up that people will like. And sometimes there is things that I would say, like I'm the first to put and it'll start like trending. So that's pretty cool. Like, I guess to start like a challenge. So for the most part, uh, I, I do just do challenges that are going around, but here and there, I will kind of like come up with my own challenge and do it. And sometimes it, it does do good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, challenges for sure. Are like, yeah, <laughs> those seem to be really, really popular Yes, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's, this is a, one of the questions that I always ask is, was there any point where for your channel, because you're over a million subscribers now, right? Mm-hmm. So was there any point with your kind of YouTube career that there was some kind of a tipping point? It could have been like a video or a collaboration or something that took you to that next level where you started to see then a lot of growth? Where I started to see a lot of growth? Mm-hmm. Well, in the, in the very beginning, um, I would say, uh, can't, I don't know if it was within the first or second year. But I had done an eyebrow tutorial and that eyebrow tutorial went so viral. It got over, uh, for sure. Like I think, well, actually I don't even know how many views it has right now, but I remember it hit like over a million really quick. And that one give, gave me like exposure, but I'm trying to think of that. Cause I know that was like towards the beginning. I would say, well, not towards the very beginning. I would say like towards the second year maybe. Mm-hmm. And that one really helped me out. But the the last one that I had like the most most exposure was my 100 layers of liquid lipstick. That mm. one within a week I hit like 15 million views or 13 million views something like that. It went it like the first day it had hit over a million views. Like that one went completely viral and that one really really like helped me cuz I was like I think that uh I don't know 
know if I was at 700,000 or 800,000 subscribers and that one boosted me up to over a million. Like that video really helped my, my YouTube career. Like wow, crazy. Yeah. Did you come up with that or did you see it somewhere else? I had seen the uh, nail logical, simply nail logical. She mm-hmm. did the hundred layers of nail polish. Okay. So I was like, oh my God, I have to try this out with makeup. And I was like, well, what can I do? So I thought maybe like a liquid lipstick because they dry matte. So, and it actually worked out perfectly. Like I took the whole day filming this video and I actually was that day. I remember I was like, wow, because my camera kept dying. I was charging the camera. Like it took me the whole day and I was thinking, I'm like, I really hope this video is worth it because... It, that video kind of did low-key stress me out the whole day. Really? It, it took me so long to film and my lips were like hurting. It was a disaster, but wow, it was so worth it. It was my number one most viral video like ever on my channel. And it, it still shocks me how viral it went for sure. But it was it was worth it. Yeah. So you you came up with the 100 layers of because I know a ton of people did that one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then people started doing like eyeliner, a hundred layers of, well, actually, I don't know if I was the first to do with makeup from, for me, I did the, the liquid lipstick, you know, I don't know if anybody else had done it first, but I just did it to do it. But I know there's people that were doing like foundation, eyebrows, like eyeliner, like all these things. And a, a lot of those videos actually went viral. It was just, it's crazy. That's so crazy. So you kind of came up with this. In a way, it was like you saw a trend that was happening. You did yeah. something a little bit different with it. Yeah. And then it took off. I mean, I'm just even talking to you, Googling right now, you know, layers of liquid lipstick. And your picture is the first one that comes up. And then <laughs> I show that, you know, Cosmopolitan talked about it. I mean, yeah. were you like everywhere? I think in style. Yeah, I I was on, uh, what was it? BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. Yeah. uh it was, I remember a lot of people tagging me like it, about it, but it, it was for sure. Like, I think it was even on the radio too. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was crazy. How did that feel? Like, did you all, when you uploaded it, so when you were filming it uh-huh. and then you upload it, did you have a feeling like, okay, I know this is going to get a lot of views. Like, I know this is going to be like kind of viral material. I, I definitely knew it was like a crazy video and I knew it was going to get some of some attention but I remember just seeing the views go like up and the next morning I wake up it had over a million views I was so shocked I've never had a video go that viral uh it, it just, I, I literally was so shocked it, it was almost like I couldn't believe it like Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe the numbers I was seeing. Like I'm telling you within the first week, I'm not sure. I mean, it has 15 million views right now. So it had to have like for sure over 10 million. It, it, wow. it was absolutely, I, I'm telling you, I've never like, I, I was so shocked because I've never experienced this before. Mm-hmm. So just seeing the numbers go up day by day, I almost thought like, is this ever going to stop growing? And yeah, I mean, now looking at it, it kind of got stuck like at 15 million, but the mm-hmm. first week it was just like, wait, when is this? Like how many views, how many views can I actually get in this video? Like there's only That's so crazy. many people that could watch this, you know, it was, I wasn't mind blown though. Like I didn't even know what to feel. I still, I'm like shocked about it that it went so viral. I, I, I kind of didn't know it was something that was going to get attention. I just didn't think it'd be like that. 
Yeah, that it was going to be that crazy popular. Yeah. And you said, how many subscribers did you have when you first, before you uploaded the video? This one? Yeah. I think I had around 700,000, 800,000. I remember I was trying to get to a million. Um, and with that video, within days or within like a week or so, I surpassed a million. But God. yeah, I don't remember exactly, but I do remember being like around seven, eight hundred thousand. Okay. Yeah. It, so, it's crazy. So you grew quite a few in your subscriber base. Yeah, I I grew a few hundred thousand like in in a week. Like it yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And how long ago was that? This was almost a year ago. This was eleven okay. months ago that I did that video. Okay. And that's, I mean, I mean, to be in all fairness, I mean, you were at seven or 800,000 subscribers. So that's a pretty solid number Mm -hmm. beforehand, but this just kind of took you over that top into that, you know, 1 million category. Yes. Wow. That's amazing. And so did you have anything happen before that video that got you to 700,000 or 800,000 subscribers? Um, Any other videos? Yeah, I did the, um, the, how I did my makeup in high school challenge. Mm. And from what I'm aware of, I was the first one to do that video. And from there, Kathleen Lights did that video and she gave me like a shout out. And then I started to see other people do it. Mm -hmm. So that video uh, kind of gave me more. uh, How would I say it? It it, it gave um, exposure. There you go. Exposure. Mm -hmm. Um, And just like other challenges, because from what I know, like anytime someone has a viral video, it's just it's very helpful. Um, yeah. Uh, like yeah, especially that liquid lipstick video. But, That's crazy. Um, I I would just say like, just challenges here and there would get some views. Um, not completely viral, but you know, like they would they would help out. Um, I also did applying makeup with a sock. I was the first one to do that hack, and that one kind of went viral too. People were kind of like, what? Um, I also did. Uh, swimming, take her swimming on the first date makeup tutorial. It was like pr- me demonstrating that you could wear makeup in the pool mm-hmm. and it was waterproof. So that went viral too. Just like all these crazy. Oh, another one that went viral was um, I did a, the Snapchat drag makeup look. I don't know if you remember that Snapchat filter. Mm-mm. It was just like funny. No, I'm, I, I'm not on Snapchat. So oh, that's like okay. the only <laughs> social media platform I'm not, I haven't gotten into. It was a really funny like filter. And I recreated that filter and people were so in shock that I got it so right. They even made like this meme about it. It was like all over Instagram. So that really helped me to just like, yeah, I, I think like my craziest videos are the ones that helped me out the most, honestly. So obviously those types of videos are trending videos are interesting, but why do you think they took off so much? Like, what do you think about you or the way you did it in particular might have hoped them succeed like they did? Mm, I think they're just funny. Like people really enjoy watching things like that. Um, I don't know. Like I, I think just certain videos that I do, like, how would I explain it? Like some are kind of crazy where it's like, you feel like you have to watch it. 
<laughs> like like the liquid lipstick one, it was just kind of like, wait, I want to see if she really did put a hundred layers of liquid lipstick or the filter one. Like, wait, did she really just take her sweet ass time to do a filter? Even that video, like I had comments like, do you really have time to like try to recreate a filter on your face? You know, people yeah. just, I think people are just so curious. And I think the main thing though, it's just funny. It's for entertainment and you know, it's, it's just, uh, people like things like that. Exactly. I, I think people like it too. So that's awesome. So it really sounds like for you, a lot of your success had to do with the fact that you just had a lot of videos that happened to go viral. Yeah. And when you started switching things up a little bit from just doing tutorials to kind of showing more of your personality. Yes. That's, that's when I, when I started doing different videos, like challenges or just be me being my, myself more, that's when I started to really see the numbers go up. It really, I had to really just step out of my comfort zone and try different things. Cause at first I thought like, I'm just going to do makeup tutorials, you know, mm -hmm. but after a while people want to see who you really are. People want to see different things. And yeah, honestly, after that, I started trying different things. My career took off from there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's really, I think it's important to have like a, a niche. And we talk about that here a lot on the podcast that you, you have, you know, you know, your audience, you have something of value, and you really kind of create your channel around that. But it's also important, I think, to branch out sometimes and do mm -hmm. things that are maybe a little bit different, yeah. because you just never know what might resonate with people and, and what might stick. Yes, honestly. Yeah. So the other question that I always ask too is, is there anything that you've struggled from with your YouTube channel or is there anything that you're currently struggling with uh, being on YouTube? Mm, I think for the most part, a lot of YouTubers, um, it's very hard for a lot of YouTubers to kind of deal with the hate. I think mm -hmm. people, a lot of people are just so blunt and I think for me, that's the only thing I would say that sometimes sometimes kind of gets to me is just people when they like try to, you know, ruin your day or whatever. But that's that's probably the one thing I think that we all kind of struggle with. Um, just trying to like ignore the comments because sometimes as much as you try to ignore people, it, it can get to you. We're all human. And um, I think the worst part about that is Sometimes it's hard for 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 us to like stand up for ourselves because say if someone's like saying something rude about me and I try to like stand up for myself and I respond back, they kind of see me like if I'm the bad one because I decided to defend myself. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, other than that, I would say it's it's also hard sometimes to keep your audience entertained, I would say, you know, there's only so many videos sometimes that I could think about. And sometimes I am in a situation where I'm like, what can I do? Uh, where I feel like, okay, I want to keep my, cause my subscribers, I see them like friends, you know, I want to keep them entertained. I'm like, they're like a family to me. So I don't want to like let them down. And sometimes I do struggle with, um, uploading where I'm just like, you know, what can I upload? Uh, like what, what do they want to see? You know? Um, but other than that, I mean, I love YouTube. It's, I think it's the best thing I could have ever done, but I would say sometimes just like, you know, the whole uploading thing, it could get difficult. It's kind of difficult also being, I would say consistent when you don't have like, you know, all these video ideas to just pop out. But, um, you know, sometimes I just like take a day and like 
whatever I think about, I'll just be like, okay, just write it down. Like that's what's work, work best for me. Cause like at night, that's when I have like the craziest video ideas. So I'm like, okay, I just, I always try to like every now and then just like sit down, like write what I'm thinking. Like, okay, these are my next videos. But I would say that's like the hardest, I think, just trying to come up with like content. Cause sometimes you don't want to, you want to be like, for me, I like to sometimes come up with like original content. Like my challenges, a lot of my challenges, I like to kind of like uh, create on my own, you know, start a challenge. And I'm like, I have to really sit down and think like, what's a crazy challenge that nobody has done that I could do, you know? I think that's something, I feel like that's something that both you and your sister do. Like you guys are both really good at coming up with unique things that tend to catch on pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I do like that. I feel like, um, sometimes people do like that when they do that. Like I do get told sometimes like, you know, you come up with some crazy videos sometimes, but I like that you try to stay, um, different. I don't know how to explain it. Cause I mean, I do a lot of videos that all these people are doing, but sometimes here and there, I'm like, I want to try something different, you know? Uh, not all the time, but for the most part, like here and there, I do like to come out with like a crazy video that has people talking like what? <laughs> so how often do you upload now? I actually, um, I'm now trying to upload about three times a week, but there is times where I kind of upload once a week and that's where I go back to like, um, how it's hard for me to like sometimes figure out the videos that I'm going to be uploading. But, um, for now I'm really trying to stay more on it and upload three times a week. Uh, I'm trying not to go under that because I, recently was just uploading once a week and I just felt like I wasn't putting my all in it, you know, because there is times where I upload a lot and there's times where I kind of get discouraged and I don't. So I'm trying to get back up there now, but for sure right now I'm trying to now start three times a week. Do people notice and say anything when you're not uploading that often? Um, I feel like sometimes people will make comments like, oh, well, you're not putting like much effort or like, where are you? We miss you. Uh, things like that. I mean, nobody, definitely nobody says it like in a rude way, but I, I, I myself understand that I need to sometimes upload more. So when I see those comments, like, oh, hey girl, like, you know, I miss your videos. Like, when they get excited for that one video, I almost feel like bad because I'm like, wow, I'm literally uploading only once a week. Maybe I should, you know, upload more because it's like it, it almost feels like they have to wait an entire week for my next video. So, yeah, the, they kind of just kind of tell me that they they miss my videos. It's not like in a rude way or anything, but I definitely yeah. recognize like, OK, maybe I need to start uploading more. So is it feel I mean, you're doing YouTube full time. Yes. Right. And so does it feel like in a way, you know, with trying to get inspired by things like almost like because like, obviously you love it. It sounds like you love YouTube and this is an amazing experience, an amazing job. But the thing is, at some point, does it feel like a job because you're like, I have to come up with all this content? Um, I, I think it's actually really fun. Yeah, there is times where I I do kind of get stressed. I think we, we all do with YouTube. Um, but I think when it comes to actually sitting down and filming the video, it's so much fun. You know, I feel like when I'm filming, I'm in my comfort zone. And I feel like sometimes too, when I'm uploading so little once a week, I'm just like in a bad mood. Like I'm just not, I don't feel like myself, you know? 
like it's become to a point I've been doing this for five years where it's like such a hobby. Like, I feel like I have to be filming. I have to, if I'm not filming, I have to be posting on my Instagram. It's just something, it's like such a passion of mine that I feel like I'm even so like lucky to be doing this, not even seeing it as a job, but I, I do like, it is normal me to get like stressed here and there. But I think when it comes down to actually filming and editing, I, I really do like it. So then where do you, or, or maybe you, when you come up with the videos, what are you doing it based off? Are you doing it based off of like, okay, I know this is going to be really popular, like this particular review, and this will help me get more views and grow my channel? Or is it more like, I just feel like doing this, so I'm just going to upload this, you know, so where, where do you come, you know, when you do come up with those slumps, where do you come up with the content? Or where do you generate more ideas from? Mm, it could be just like, I guess, like, well, like my sock video, like sometimes with me and my, like my family, we'll kind of sit down and we'll just start talking about YouTube, like, or like what videos would be good. Even like the sock video, like my, my family was like, well, that sounds crazy. Even for myself, cause I, I was looking at sock. It like, it's like the most randomest things ever. Like the sock video was so random. Like we were talking about it. I was looking at the sock and I was like, this could really like blend foundation if you actually try it um, <laughs> yeah it's like when I come up with a crazy videos it, it is insane like how I even how I actually even think about it it's like because a lot of times within me and my family we do kind of I guess not meetings but we do like to sometimes sit down and talk about our channels like what we're doing um and what can, what what are we doing to like improve it or what you know, things like that. Um, but I would say most of the time it, when I come up with these crazy videos, it's like so random though. Like, like I said, even at night, sometimes I'll just be like thinking, you know, or I'll go through YouTube. I'll get inspired, like what's trending right now. Um, and I think a lot of us YouTubers, to be honest, we, we do want you know, those videos to get some kind of attention, you know, we're like, okay, yeah. well, what can we do for these videos to get out there? Cause I feel like, yeah, we all do this because we love it, but it is nice to get recognized for your, your work, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Big yeah. time. But, um, it's, it's crazy how I come up with these ideas. Honestly, when I film something so crazy, I even look back, like, how did I film that? I mean, I'm glad it went like viral, but <laughs> I'm just like, what was I thinking? You know, it's, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's good. And it's, it's done well for you. And I think your personality lends itself also to those types of videos, because you have like a really fun, quirky, you know, kind of outgoing personality. Thank you. So I think it's you kind of hit on something that that works well with your natural talents. And then you're also like an incredible makeup artist, too. Oh, thanks. You know, so um, I think that combination probably is what gets people wanting to to subscribe and follow and yeah. and and all that and so going back and you you touched on this a little bit you know you mentioned you know the hate and all that is that something that you were getting from the beginning or is it something that you started getting later on no in the beginning I feel like even if I were to put like a crappy video up I feel like I wouldn't get the hate I feel like when you're more um, when you have more like subscribers, you have more people that are more open to 
putting hate. Like if I have a video and I have a couple people, you know, writing these rude things, I feel like other people, when they see that, they almost feel like they have the power to do it too, because there's already hate comments on there. So I feel like within people that are like negative, when they see other people acting that way, they feel like they have that they could do it too. Um, and I, I think just recently though, I, it's been like that. I mean, I'm so glad though. I don't get it so like horribly bad. It It's here and there, but sometimes they, they really could, um, you know, they could sometimes offend you and, and they probably don't see it that way. Cause they're just on the computer behind the screen. But sometimes, you know, the littlest comments could get to me. It could be, you know, anything like physical wise or sometimes like even for vlogs, you know, like when I put my family and friends out there and they're getting attacked, that's like a different story too. it. But uh, it's been, I would say recently, because in the beginning it was, I didn't have such a big audience. So uh, I don't know how to explain it because I know in the beginning I wouldn't put the best videos out there. And I feel like now with the audience I had, if I were to put a video that I I put up back then, I would get like so much hate, you know? Oh, well, I mean, yeah. It's just just so many more people watching it. Yes. So many more people. And so people just feel like they, they could leave the hate. So do you feel like it's almost gotten worse? Like almost people feel more in a way like, it's just empowered to like go on there and just say nasty things that whereas before people just weren't weren't doing it as much yeah i feel like some people think they that they just could do it like empowered um it depends some people some people can be hateful sometimes people are just um how do i say it sometimes people will tell you certain things without sounding like rude about it so i definitely i could recognize those that tell me for my own good, like something or those that are just simply just doing it to like hurt you. Yeah. But, but yeah, I would say the, the, um, the people that are like rude about it. I mean, for the most part, I, I really just ignore it. But sometimes if someone doesn't like, like say one of my subscribers sees that comment and they don't like what they put, people start attacking each other within that comment. So sometimes I actually have to remove it. But for the most part, I honestly will just leave it there because, you know, I'm just like, whatever, you know, I'm not going to go through every comment and see, you know, what I have to delete. But sometimes it does get to a point where I have to like delete the comment because then people start like attacking each other. But I'm so glad it's not so much because there is YouTubers that, that get so much hate and I'm I'm just like, how do they do it? It's insane because people are so cruel over the Internet. Um, so I am I am grateful that I don't get it so much. But when I do, it it is kind of like disappointing, I guess. Yeah. I mean, how do you deal with it? Um, I think in the beginning, in the very beginning, like my first hate comments, I was like, I always felt like I had to reply back and defend myself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes till this day, I mean, depending my mood, <laughs> I'll like ignore it sometimes or sometimes I feel like I have to check them like, OK, look, you know, you can't be telling me this or, you know, um, mm-hmm. but sometimes I just like I think now I see it and sometimes I just think it's funny or I really think it just depends my mood or it depends like the certain comment. Uh Mainly, I think a lot of times, like recently I've been uploading on my vlog channel, I think 
when they start like attacking like my friends or family, I take it differently because when they say something about me, I could kind of just laugh and move on. But when they say something about my family or friends, they're not used to the hate, you know, they, they, they're not used to that. So when they actually get to see through the comments, I feel so bad for them. So I think it just depends. Um, but for the most part, I think like even my friends, I've talked to them, um, they kind of don't really care, but I just, I feel bad for them. Like say when people start saying things about them. Um, but for myself, like I would say like 80% of it, like I don't care. Mm. It really just depends like what they say, but I, I deal with it by just ignoring it, moving on and just, I guess, laughing about it. Yeah. That's really the only thing you can do because if you sit there and you really like let it get to you. I mean, it's like, it, yeah. there's no point. No. Yeah. Before like any little thing, cause I'm like an overthinker. I overthink everything. So before, when I first started getting the hate, I was not used to it. Um, <laughs> I was like, what the heck? Like, you know, so I would always try to explain myself to people I would always reply. And like now half the time I'm just like, for what, you know, unless it's something that it's like really boiling my blood, maybe, but even till this day, like I try to respond in the best way that I can. I'm not going to attack them back, but you know, sometimes I, I do, I do defend myself here and there. Yeah. And then, you know, sometimes I feel like when I'm watching some YouTubers and a lot of times they'll, they'll take it and they'll, you'll, they'll talk about it during their videos and this and that. I always feel like, you know what, like the more tense, cause I'd say you know, 99% of the people have no idea what's even going on. They're watching the videos. They're not necessarily looking at all the comments there. And then, and then the YouTuber that decides to like make a big deal about it on their channel or talk about it or call people out, mm-hmm. then in essence, they're kind of bringing a lot of attention to it. And then I always feel like, I don't know. I just, it's like, it, it just almost makes, it just makes a bigger deal out of it. No, yes, for than, sure. Yeah. I feel like when people do that, you're kind of bringing more attention to it and you want more people to talk about it. Like that it's so, it's best to something just ignore it. Cause if I, if I were to go on my videos and, and talk about what people say about me, I feel like people are just going to want to talk more about it. <laughs> and then people are actually going to want to search back to those comments and just make a bigger deal. So, yeah, it's not like the best idea, I think, in my opinion, either. Totally. And I see some YouTubers (laughs) doing that and then they complain when like people, I don't know, then it continues and then people talk about that. And I'm like, just why are you even bringing attention to it? (laughs) No, it's so true. I, I, the same, I honestly, I I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, obviously it's not fun and nobody wants to, to deal with it, but I think by talking about it, in the videos, it, it does bring an unnecessary attention to to the whole situation, which is yes. negative to begin with. Mm-hmm. But all right, so the next section is our best tips section, mm-hmm. and I ask the same questions to everybody that comes on, and they're just like quick re- responses. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and basically, quick little tips. Mm-hmm. So, the first one is, what is your best tip for starting a YouTube channel? Well. First and foremost, I think the best tip I can give you is just be yourself. That's like the main thing. Be yourself from the very start because people will like you for who you really are. And it doesn't matter if you don't have like the best computer or the best camera out there. Starting off with what you have and eventually you can work your way up into better things. But just I think start with, with what you have because if people feel like they need like 
you know, an expensive camera, expensive lighting, but no, just, just have, do use what you have around you. What is your best tip for what not to do? What not to do? I don't think you should be fake. Um, don't front. You just, like I said, be yourself because if you're not yourself, eventually people are going to recognize that you're not being truthful and people are just going to eventually find out you're being fake. I think you just be yourself because some people are sometimes will be fake because they feel like they're not going to be, you know, liked or whatever. And what do you mean by fake? Um, fake as in like trying to trying to act like a different person that you are. I feel like sometimes people start on YouTube like fake sounds so horrible, but I don't mean it in that way. Like for myself, when I first started my channel, I was so conservative. I almost felt like I wasn't being myself. I was like, it was, I I was so like nervous, scared of what people were going to think. And I almost felt fake going back to my old videos. I do feel like, wow, that's not me. I was so, so shy. Um, So maybe when I say fake, it sounds like, okay, it sounds bad. But what I'm saying is just be yourself, you know, like try not because I was I was very, very conservative. Like I almost do feel like, okay, that's not me. I was almost like a robot just talking to the camera. So I would say just be yourself 100 percent and and try not to be like other YouTubers. I feel like sometimes um, people get this idea of like a YouTuber and they want to be them so bad. Just be yourself. What is your best tip for growing a channel? The best thing that's worked out for me, I think, is um, just thinking outside the box and uh, having a video, just that one video that can go viral would really, really help out your channel. And what is your best tip to get noticed on YouTube? To get noticed? (laughs) I would say that one. Um, Yeah, probably. Yeah. And what is your best equipment tip? Equipment tip? Um, I think lighting is like the best thing you can have for a video. And I'm not saying like expensive lighting. Sometimes even just standing in front of the, the window. That's like the best. Natural lighting is the best lighting you can have, I think, for a video. And as far as for cameras, I mean, even the iPhones now, the camera quality is amazing. I think... Um, just having, even just using your phone, but lighting for sure is the most important because you could have an expensive Canon with you. And if you're in a dark room that doesn't have great lighting, your video is going to, it's not going to look like it's good quality. I think lighting for sure is like the main thing, natural lighting. What do you use for lighting? For me, I use the, what is it? I got them off Amazon. They're like these soft boxes, but even sometimes like when I'm filming, I want it to be during the day so the the actual natural sunlight can come in because there's a huge difference for my videos when I'm filming during the day or at night. During the day, it's just so nice and bright. There's even times where like I don't have to use because I use two soft boxes, a ring light and one bulb to light up like the ceiling. I don't know. I have like my little setup, but but sometimes when it, when it's like during the day, I just open up my windows and I'll just use like one or two soft boxes. And the lighting looks amazing where at night I could have them all on and it still doesn't look like it did during the day. So you'll you'll use natural light when you can, but you'll still also use some soft boxes. And, and do you also use a ring light when you have the natural lighting or no? 
Yes, I do. I would say for, for those starting off, say that they're on a budget to use natural lighting. But I would say um, if you are going to invest on lighting, I definitely recommend the ring light for sure. Because at least for me, like for the beauty videos that I do, it, it gives mm-hmm. very like true to color. Um, and the soft boxes, they really do help out loud, help out a lot to uh, give lighting in the background. Because sometimes when you're filming, um, with a ring light, your face looks all bright, but then the background looks really dark. So I like to use the soft boxes to brighten up the background. Where do you put the soft boxes? I put them like in the kind of like on the sides like of me, like in the literally mm-hmm. like in the corners, like and they're just like pointing towards the back. Oh, they're facing away from they're you. They're facing away, yeah. And oh. the face light is the one like facing towards me. Um, and that, and and that's also while you're using um, natural light. Yes, because even the, the natural light, when I have like a window open, mm-hmm. there's a lot of sun coming in from the back. Like the the back just looks so much more bright. Um, but even like at night, if I'm using a softbox to light up the back, it's not the same. It look yeah, it looks bright, but it doesn't look as bright <laughs> with the sun. You know? Yeah. Actually, yeah. I did film a video recently. It was a get ready with me for my engagement party. And that was absolutely okay. zero lights. That was all natural lighting. And that video quali- quality looked amazing. Okay. So, and that wasn't even using any of the soft boxes or anything? No, in that video, I seriously wasn't using any soft boxes, no ring light. And I was like shocked because it looked great, like all around. It looked because it was so bright. Do you have an example of a video that you can recall? Because all these things I'm going to link in the show notes. So for those of you guys listening, go to beautyinthevlog.com forward slash Myra. And I will have links to this so you guys can kind of see what she's talking about. I'll also have links to the products that she uses. So Myra, if you can't remember now, if you could email me um, just so I can, because people always ask, you know, like what what, what do they use? Mm -hmm. So can you think about a video that you maybe had some sunlight, but also had the, the the ring light and the basically like the full setup, the ring light and the um, soft boxes. Uh-huh. Well, the one with zero lighting um, was my get ready with me. That was my engagement party. I posted that mm-hmm. a month ago, actually. Okay. And that one actually um, did great. And that was absolutely no lighting. I just had all my windows open and the lighting looked amazing. So that was no ring light. I mean, absolutely nothing but my camera. Okay. And let me see. And then my last video, which was my anti-haul, the mm-hmm. makeup I will not be buying, that was actually at night. And okay. that, you could tell the background, it kind of looks a little bit dimmed down. And I actually have my soft boxes on, but it still looked a little dark. I'm trying to um, find a video where I'm, I'm doing it during the day. Because, let's see. Oh, my, the video where I'm like, I use a mason jar foundation. Okay. That one, it's during the day, but I still have my soft boxes in the back. And the difference comparing that video to my latest one, which is the anti-haul, mm-hmm. is so different. Um, the one with the mason in the jar, mason in the jar. Yeah, <laughs> mason jar foundation. That. Uh-huh. that one, it looks so nice and bright. And it's the same lighting I was using, but it was during the day. With the windows open. Were you using a ring light also? Yes, I was using my ring light. 
Okay. So those are good. So I'm going to link those in the show notes. So those of you guys listening, you don't have to like write it down and whatever. Just go to the beautyinthevlog.com for Shasmira. And so because I think it's important for people to just see like, oh, wow, that okay, she's using this or she's using that. Because yeah. I always get questions about lighting and people's always trying to figure out like, what should I invest in? What should I not? And not everybody has the luxury of having natural light or being able to film during the day too. So they have yeah, to true. get some kind of lighting. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, what's the best? What what should I get? What can I do to recreate that kind of a look? Mm-hmm. So that's why I like to kind of get specific with this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, equipment can be expensive, but getting the right equipment is definitely worth the investment. Yes. Um, yes. So, okay. So your, so your Mason jar foundation look that was during the day, but you were also using soft lo- boxes <laughs> and you were using a ring light mm-hmm. and then your anti-makeup haul, um, that was at night and that was using your ring light and your soft boxes yes. and then your engagement ready, get ready with me party. That was all just natural light. All natural light. Yeah. Okay. What ring light do you use? The ring light I use, it's called the diva ring light. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly the website. I'm pretty sure it was Amazon because that's where mm-hmm. I bought like my soft boxes. But I think if you just search Diva Ring Light, it should pop up. And as far as for the soft boxes as well, I okay. got them on Amazon too. But I don't remember exactly the the company, but I got it off Amazon. Okay. Okay. And you can always give them to me later. That's fine. And, uh, Okay, cool. And so what about your camera? What do you use for a camera? My camera, I'm currently using the Canon EOS 5D Mark. Mark Canon EOS, okay. And Mark IV. Mark IV. And have you always used that camera? Uh, no, I actually recently started using this one. It's like, um, I would say a little bit better quality, but... I used to use the Canon EOS 70D. That's actually the one that my sister uses, and it's it's amazing. Oh, really? You like that one better? Um, well, they're both great. I would say because even the 70D for my engagement party, that's the one that I used. Um, but the 5D, I I like that it kind of blurs the background out more, and the lens is just a little better. Um. But it's hard to use because it doesn't have a viewfinder. My fiance is actually the one that helps me film these videos with this mm-hmm. camera. But the Canon 70D, the one that my sister has, it, it's so great because that one has the viewfinder. Mm-hmm. And I've actually come to realize now using both. I mean, they're both really good. I would say the only difference is because of the lens I have, it blurs my background out a little bit more. Mm. Um, people like that look. And people, yes, people kind of like that look. So, but they're very similar, actually, because when I bought this, I thought I was going to see a major difference. And it was very expensive, a lot more expensive than the 70D. So mm-hmm. it kind of just shocked me. I'm like, wow, like I look at my videos and I don't see much of a difference. I would say the background's a little bit more blurred out. But now having it for a few months, I really, I would have been just fine, I think, with a 70D. Oh, really? <laughs> I think so, honestly. Because yeah. I used my sister's camera for the, the engagement party one. And mm-hmm. I mean, the quality looked great. And I was using zero lighting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, man, it turned out great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then what do you use for sound? For sound? 
my fiance actually got me a mic that like clips on and I actually don't know um where he got it but I do know they they have him on Amazon and I used to use um that same mic that they have on Amazon like a lot I just had run out of batteries and I just stopped using it um but there's one on Amazon I'm trying to see like what is it called because it's actually really good because I feel like audio is also really important Mm -hmm. uh but that's really important yeah it's like a a little mic that you pretty much clip on your clothing yeah like a lavalier mic yeah I'm trying to see where they it was like 20 something dollars um really that's it yeah it was actually so affordable I was like shocked i've actually been using that mic while i was using it for like a good two years uh and then i went from like going with a mic to no mic and then i started to realize like okay there's a major difference i need a mic and that's when my fiance got me one so you just kind of hide it on your clothes yeah like i just kind of like clip it under where it's like not visible on the screen Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah and it's and uh it connects it's not wireless right it connects to the camera directly yeah it, it connects to the camera mm-hmm. so I, it has to have like a long cord yeah i think i actually just pulled it up right here on amazon it's okay um, send me the link yes send it send it to me send me the link and then i'll put it in the show notes okay perfect i'll do that yeah yeah send it to me it's actually uh, on sale right now it's oh dollars how much is it ten dollars Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it's shocking because it's actually so good. You would think hearing the price, you'd be like, no, but. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no good. I mean, 10 yeah. bucks? Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm like, actually shocked that the, it went like lower. <laughs> You're like, I need a backup. <laughs> I'm like, ordering a bunch right now. I purchased it right now. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I can't believe it's, it's literally 60% off. I'm shook. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that that's a really good tip. And I, I always get people asking about like sound and all that. Mm-hmm. And so the next section is the beauty bonus round. Mm-hmm. And so same thing. I ask a series of questions. Same thing to everybody that's been on the show. So the first is what are your three holy grail beauty items, especially since you're such a beauty girl? Three holy grail beauty items. Um, well, I need my brow pencil for sure. Because your girl got no brows. Like, I'm, like, browless. Yeah. So I need my brow pencil. I right well, now, specific, like, like, brands and all that stuff. I love the Anastasia brow definer mm-hmm. in the color okay. ebony. Okay. Um. What's, what's next? I need my lashes right now. I'm obsessed with the, um, what are they called? The Lily Galici lashes in the style Miami. Those are, like, my go-to. You said five or three? Three. Oh, three. My last one, um, I would say, does it all have to do with makeup or can it be like it? No, we can do whatever. Hmm. Actually, no, let me, let me throw a moisturizer in there because I feel like my face has to be moisturized. I mean, if you have more than three, you can give me a few more than three. People just like hearing kind of what your favorite products are. Um... No, yeah, I would say moisturizer because moisturizer, back then I would never use moisturizer and I asked myself like why I didn't, but I think moisturizer for sure I need every day just to keep my face moisturized. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because sometimes like even though I have oily skin, 
my face, sometimes if I don't have moisturizer, it just doesn't feel right, you know? It feels nasty. Oh, totally. I mean, I have dry skin, so I can't live without moisturizer. Which, <laughs> which uh, brand or product are, that you, are you specifically loving? My favorite right now, actually, let me, let me get it so I could like read exactly what it says. It's, um, it's the Origins, is that how you say? Or, or, yeah. Origins, yeah. Origins, it's um, the Age Defense Moisturizer with white tea. Okay, yeah. So good. I feel like it really um, leaves my face so smooth. And I used to be so scared of moisturizers because I have oily skin. But this one, my God, it makes my face feel amazing. (laughs) And that that line I know smells like really good too. Yeah, I was actually going to say that right now. It smells Mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. It smells so good. All right. And then what would you not do again if you were to start your channel right now? What would I not do again? I guess I would not be as conservative. <laughs> That's like the main thing. I think when I go back to my channel, mm-hmm. honestly, I, the main thing is I was just so like shy. Yeah, you'd be more yourself. Yeah, I was scared. I would not be scared. That's the thing I would tell myself because I was just very terrified of what people were going to think. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like, what were you scared of? I was just scared of like people judging me. Like, oh, my, just... First of all, my skills, um, I go back. I thought it was like great, but I'm, <laughs> I'm like, okay, maybe I need to improve. But I was definitely, yeah, scared to get attacked for my skills, like that I sucked. I was um, <laughs> just maybe like, you know, people, they just judge, judge for anything. I think I was just scared of not just my skills, but even for me, like, because I was so conservative, I was just scared for people to judge me if I was like too crazy or um, if I was too, how do I say it? Because even like me, for myself, I feel like sometimes I could be like extra. So I guess I was just scared for people to be like, okay, this girl, you know, she's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're putting yourself out there. So it's, I think it's, I think it's natural for people to feel a little bit insecure about that. Like, oh my God, what are people going to think? What are they going to say? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. What is, oh, we already did the tips. Oh, who would be your dream collaboration? My dream collaboration. I have always loved Jacqueline Hill. I think I would yeah, die if I ever with her. I love her. I know. I want her on the show. If anybody knows Jacqueline Hill, oh please tell her to come on the show and to give me an email or call me. <laughs> yes, she's amazing. Like yeah. skills, her personality, everything. Mm-hmm. I love her. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> Uh, have you ever met her before? I actually did. I went to Manny and Patrick's um, one million party, mm-hmm. and I saw her right, and I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna like, because I was so like, I, I'm such a fan, so I didn't want to like scare her of how excited I was <laughs> to meet her. So I was like, I need to chill out, get a couple more drinks, <laughs> like calm down. Yeah. So um, I just ended up approaching her. I uh, just told her like, Hey girl, I'm a huge fan. And she was like, she was so sweet. I felt like she definitely treats you like if you're a true friend. Like it's not like, um, she's not just seeing you as a subscriber. Like I felt like I had known her for years. Like if we were actually friends hanging out at this party, she was so cool. But that's when I, that was the first and last time I saw her, but I got such an amazing first impression of her. She's, mm-hmm. she was so sweet, you know? 
I feel like she's someone that gets a lot of criticism and hate on YouTube. I mean, granted, she gets just so many fans and there's so yeah. many people that love her, but she also oh gets a lot of that too. Or I think she brings a lot of attention to it mm-hmm. in her videos too. I feel like she talk, she's always talking about like stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I have seen like people, what they say about her. And it's crazy because I, I've, I mean, I only met her once, but she's, she's such a great person. Yeah. She seems like, like she's like a really good and, energy. And, and I wish these people actually, you know, could meet her to actually see who she really is. Cause she does get attacked a lot, a lot. And she's such a great like soul. Like I would, I don't even, it's sad, you know? I almost feel like anybody would get attacked like at, at that size. Yeah. And it's like, you almost can't say or do yeah. anything without oh, so offending. True. Yeah that's, yeah, that's why when I was saying I was like, I get hate, but I don't get it like that. You know, like, yeah, I feel so bad for them. They get dragged in the comments. And I'm thinking, like, how do they feel at home reading this? You know, yeah, it's crazy. That girl, I, I mean, it's so sad. Yeah, it's really, really crazy. I mean, I think granted, I think she has an incredible career. I think she's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and she's like kind of a spirit she spearheaded this whole beauty guru thing and i just think she has like an, a really she has like that it factor which yeah. so it's not surprising that she's gotten so so popular mm-hmm. but it it's like the sometimes some of the things that people say and the things that they interpret and like how like they're offended by a weird thing and you're like oh my god you cannot say or do anything mm-hmm. without somebody calling you out on something oh, yeah. you know, acting as if you intended this and you intended that like there's no there's no room to be able to to joke or to say anything it just I feel like and then and then I think as a result sometimes they end up censoring themselves or they yes. get like and, and and you see it come out sometimes with her like sometimes she's like you know I know you guys don't like this or this and that and 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 for me personally and probably the majority of people they don't sit there and read through all the comments they're just watching the video and and whatever but I I just feel like I I don't know I I think her especially she gets especially dragged through the mud and you could tell that it it does affect her and you're like and I'm always thinking like girl you're like amazing just ignore them don't even like bring attention to it because she's so good and she's so talented and she has such a great energy and I'm like oh my gosh like you know it's it just it just I think it's kind of par for the course when you're that big yeah it's I think it's anyone with that many numbers it's almost like it comes in the package you know it, yeah is that your sister in the background <laughs> my, even my sister she's telling me now she's like I get dragged she gets really she's dragged through the mud like you said I mean the, <laughs> and I it's it's the I it really is the more numbers you have the well more, she's like at five million yes and, you know, most of her audience is kids. And I feel like a lot of kids don't have, like, a filter. They will say anything that they're thinking and they will type it down. So yeah. she really – and it's funny, though, because I think me and Karina are so different. I am the most – like, not the most, but I'm more sensitive than her. Karina mm-hmm. will laugh at these comments, you know? <laughs> and then you're like, oh, my God, you know, like, this is sad. But it's like, she doesn't care. And I think I love that about Karina. She she sees anything as a joke. She just laughs about it and moves on. But she she definitely does get so much hate. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, especially with, like, the views she gets and stuff. Like, people just feel like they they need to just point out any little thing, you know? 
Yeah, I, I, I would. I, I mean, I would think so. And and that's a good point that you brought up that, you know, her audience and probably a lot of people that are commenting in general, like on Jaclyn Hill or whoever, you know, they're really young and they're and, and you realize you're giving a lot of importance to like an 11 year old or 10 year old. Of course, they're important and, and they're, you know, they're they're important. But like you're giving these are kids that are saying these yeah. things. And it's like it, yeah, it's you realize in like if you probably actually saw who was commenting, you're like, oh my god, these are a bunch of kids that are doing this. Like, yeah. so it's like you can't take it personally. Yes. I mean, like sometimes like you could tell by the comments. Sometimes it's like actual like um criticism, like but they're doing it in a, constructively. Yes, in constructive yeah. criticism where you can't get mad you at all but then you have those people that are just writing nonsense where you're just like okay maybe this is like you know a 10 year old kid behind the screen or or it could yeah. be someone just having a really bad day like taking it out on you you, know, you just really never know and i think that's the most confusing thing about these comments you don't know if to get mad or laugh you know yeah no i know totally it's it's crazy uh okay um let's see da, 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 da. i think we're almost done with these, uh, I mean, I don't, you might've mentioned this one or not, but what is your favorite video or the one that you've done that you're most proud of? The one that I'm most proud of, I think I would, I would say it's the hundred layers of legal lipstick. It's yeah. insane. That, that, cause I was, I can't believe it went that viral. Like I was very proud of it, but that's, I would say like my, my favorite though, favorite, favorite is the one where I got engaged because it's like, that was my Aww. proposal. I thought that was the cutest. But that I've actually, you know, done was the 100 layers of liquid lipsticks. Because uh, the engagement one, like, my fiancé recorded all of that, you know? But yeah, that, that's, like, for sure my my favorite video. But that I have actually, like, done and stuff, the 100 layers of liquid lipstick. That one was my favorite because I can't even believe it. it. It got that much attention. I, I was just so proud of it. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's so, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite opportunity that you've gotten as a result of being on YouTube? My favorite opportunity. Well, I would say just simply traveling, I think is, I, I love that. That's like the best thing that I've gotten out of YouTube, just traveling. Um, and like those YouTube, like those brand trips. I haven't gone to a brand trip. I actually, oh, okay. if there's a brand out there hearing this, I'm just kidding. <laughs> take me out. I'm just kidding. They no, never I'm invited you? You've never been invited? Actually, never been invited. No. Really? I would think like you're like at a million subscribers. I would think you would totally be invited. Yeah, I, I haven't yet. But I think. Why like, do you, why do you think? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I do wish like that would be absolutely amazing. But. I don't know. I would say, well, I, my Instagram followers don't add up to my YouTube followers. So I don't know if that's the mm. case. I don't know if they focus on like the numbers, like as in like, you know, your YouTube, like overall. Um, I I don't know, but it would be amazing if I could go to um, a brand trip. But like, yeah. just traveling to like BeautyCon or Generation Beauty, things like that. I have so much fun. And um, aside of that, like, we we didn't really have a lot back then we used to live like in a mobile home and stuff and we've i was able to first of all get my dream car and like now we live in this big beautiful home like we were pretty much able to like give my family something like that they've never had before so i would say 
aside of like traveling and stuff, I think just our lives have completely changed and we're like so grateful. That's like the main thing that I always thank God for. Like all these things that we have around us, it's just crazy, you know? It's, I mean, it's, it is amazing how YouTube has changed both of your guys' lives. Like both of you. Completely. I mean, with this past year, like it's insane. Everything that has happened. Yeah. So that's really amazing that you both you and your sister have changed, like your whole lives have changed as a result of YouTube, which is incredible. And I know that right now, like you, you and your sister live together, right? Mm-hmm. You, or you live with like your whole family, right? Yes. And so like your fiance, your parents, your sister, like you guys, all, and her boyfriend all live, all live together. My fiance doesn't live with me yet. Okay. Karina's boyfriend doesn't live here either. Oh, okay. Um, but it's still a lot of us in the house. <laughs> yeah. And so so that's amazing that you and like you and your sister were able to like buy this get this house basically and have your whole family live there. Mm-hmm. That's like that's so amazing that you're able to basically now, you know, at a really young age, how old are you? Twenty-three. Yeah, twenty-three. To be able to afford, you know, to buy a home and all this just from having your YouTube career. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, I still can't believe it sometimes. It's so weird because me and my sister started off like we first moved out to a little apartment and then we rented a home. And then now this house, this house is under Karina's name, but I help her out. But it's just it's so crazy the upgrades, you know, that we had. It, it's so weird. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, owning a home is, is a lot of work. And like, on that same vein, I know I had some questions from uh, my, I have a Facebook group. And, um, you know, I said, Hey, I'm going to be interviewing her. So I do have some people, you know, that have questions. So I want to ask some of those too, before we wrap up. And this kind of goes along with what we were just talking about. You know, what do you, you know, Jasmine, um, she asked, what do you want for yourself and your future? In my future, mm-hmm. are are we talking like career wise or career wise? She's asking like, does she want like collaborations with certain makeup brands or her own makeup line? What does she see for herself in the future? I definitely want a makeup line. I either a makeup line or a lash line, just because I'm really obsessed with lashes. I actually really wanted to come up with a lash line like about a year ago, and it didn't happen. Um, so I want for sure to do something with that. And I do want to collab with some brands for sure. I think that would be like my goal. That would be like a dream. Have you had the opportunity to do that so far? I have not yet. I'm so surprised. You're so big. I have, um, one in particular, a brand. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not sure where we're going with it yet. Um, but we're definitely thinking about a collab, but it's not like on the works yet. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and a lot of these questions actually we've already talked about. Um, and you did talk about this. She, you know, Rebecca asked, you know, did you ever have low confidence with filming and feeling good enough? And you kind of talked about that at the beginning, like or how at the beginning. Yeah. I was um, shy. So how did, how did you build up that confidence? I feel like a lot of a lot of it were the people that gave me the confidence because there's sometimes like 
you know, say I post a video and they they like how I look or whatever, they like compliment me. And I think a lot of it really has to do with with them. Like they mm-hmm. really gave me the confidence because sometimes like, you know, if I wasn't feeling pretty enough, like they'll they'll tell me that I am. It's so crazy. But I really think for the most part, they gave me most of the confidence. Yeah, you got that encouragement from your audience. Yes. Totally. Mm -hmm. And then she also asked too, how do you build up, you know, views and engagement? Views and engagement. I think consistency is so important too. I mean, I've talked, I've talked a lot about like viral videos and stuff, Mm -hmm. but I think it's so important to be consistent with your channel. If you are gone for months, for weeks, whatever it may be, people will uh, sometimes forget about you. And I think in order for you to be engaged with your audience, you have to consistently be uploading. Yeah. Um, and I think when you upload a lot, the the more views you get, the more the more recognition you get. So consist- consistency for sure is like key aside of like, you know, having a video go viral. Gotcha. And then last question. And I asked this and I end the interview with the same question is what is your superpower? Meaning that everybody has a superpower and that's basically a natural ability, something that they're really good at, something that comes naturally that they feel has contributed to their success. Mm. What would I say? Superpower. That's a hard question. <laughs> um, I think, ugh, how do you explain it? Wow, this is a really hard question. What do you mean exactly? I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, uh, no. So basically, you know, Certain people just have, well, everybody pretty much has things that are unique to them and things, you know, certain talents, certain abilities, certain things that come naturally that they're just good at. And a lot of times, you know, that has contributed to where they're at today or their success. Yeah. Well, with makeup, I think even for myself, I'm Mm self-taught. And I think um, with makeup, it, it is something that I am good at. I feel like I I can be creative at times. And I feel like with my YouTube channel, I have taught people, people do tell me like, Oh, you taught me how to, you know, do my makeup or just even like the ideas that I come with, come up with sometimes I do kind of think like, wow, you know, I do have that creative side of me where I'm like, I could think outside the box and come up with something that people haven't thought about. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's definitely for you. I mean, has really helped you out. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, then, if anybody's you know, not familiar with you and your work, where can they find you? You can find me on YouTube, Myra Tichu Glam. I think my Instagram, yeah, my Instagram, Myra Tichu Glam. My Snapchat is My Touch of Glam. I was going to put Myra Tichu Glam, but it didn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> And then my Facebook is Myra's Touch of Glam. I'm mostly on Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube. So my Facebook, I don't really use that often, but if you could follow me on there, that'd be great. Gotcha. Oh, and my Twitter, too. Okay. I don't think I mentioned my Twitter. It's my Touch of Glam. Yeah, awesome. I like to engage with most of my people there. That's like the easiest way. 
So then thank you so much for being on the show. I know it's been a long thank time you. coming. We've been talking about it for a while. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I just really enjoyed getting to know you and your sister. And uh, for those of you guys listening, I've, I've met Karina and Myra a few times, you know, mm-hmm. out and about in the beauty world. And they're just so genuine, so nice, just like good hearted girls. And I'm just glad just we got to finally finally do what we said that we would do I'm is get you guys so on the show happy we did this <laughs> yay i know i'm so glad to have you on so I know. thank you so much for having me on here well thank you so much mara thank you all right bye bye well that's it i hope you enjoyed this interview and if you enjoyed it and you got something out of it Help me get the podcast to the top 10 podcasts for business, for marketing, and leave a review on iTunes, share it in your YouTube videos, on your Instagram, tag me, and I will make sure to return the love as well. I love hearing how this podcast is affecting you, helping you with your YouTube channel, changing your life. I get emails and comments from that all the time. So keep them coming. And if you are looking to improve your YouTube channel, start your YouTube channel, make sure you sign up for the waitlist at ericavier.net forward slash bootcamp for my next bootcamp, which is going to be happening in 2019. Have a wonderful week and I will see you next Thursday. Mwah.